This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I'm your host, Amanda Stroni, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach for yoga teachers, healers, and spiritual creatives. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry from the perspective of the teachers. Join me for intentional conversations with yoga teachers from around the globe as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. Always a pleasure to be in this space with you, to hold this space. Um, And I just appreciate you listening, being here, um, being willing to show up and to tune into these episodes. And I hope that they offer you some support and some guidance um, and just some connection. So as we are in September, new month, I've been sitting down this past week with some new amazing guests that I'll be sharing in the next few weeks. It's been a really full week of interviews for me. And I'm just grateful for these conversations I've been able to have in season three. And I've done um, some intentional widening of the reach of guests who are incorporating a little bit more than just the asana practice and how they're doing that, whether it be in different types of clients they're working with or different systems that they've created. And so The more I see this, the more inspired I am to know that everything really is that evolution and that thinking things will be permanent or will look a certain way for a long period of time is really our ticket to suffering. And we've seen that by, you know, a major pandemic, which has uprooted a lot of our ways of doing, ways of being. And the more that I think I know, the greater I am from my own inner peace and contentment. And this is a great segue for today's episode for what we're going to talk about today. In conversations I've been having, this has come up actually with a couple clients of mine, as well as uh, some people I've been having uh, conversations with guests, future guests that will be coming on the show. The, The looming question of what if I show up to teach as a yoga teacher and I don't have the answer, right? A student asks a question or provides something that they need. Maybe they need a modification to the body and I don't know. Do I pretend like I know the answer or I, or do I tell them what I've heard, maybe from a teacher or from my training or what I think might be a solution? Or maybe I actually do think I have an answer, so I tell them that. Right? We've all been there. I know listening that you either have experiences or maybe have a fear of this happening as you go to teach. So on today's episode, I want to explore the best ways to handle a situation where you don't know, as well as why it's so important to have these experiences and have confidence in not knowing. So we'll go deeper into your relationship to being wrong and not knowing everything and explore how to soften into this space of uncertainty. There's a lot to cover, and I want to fully honor the, the shortness of this episode in your time. So you may leave with some questions or some more inquiry or wanting to talk more. In that case, I invite you always to join our community, untappedpower.net. 
so that you can get connected to other teachers who are experiencing these situations and have conversation as well as access to a number of resources. So let's start here. If this has not happened to you, you've never experienced being wrong. Well, um, good for you. That's great. But I think eventually you you may. A situation where you are considered the teacher, the leader, the expert, and someone asks you a question and you don't know. So what do you say? You've received your training, your certification, right? You've done the research, you've done all these things, but you don't know. Right? A student comes to you in class with a specific type of injury or experience they've had mentally, traumatically, and they want to know a modification. They want to know what they should do. What do you do or say? And the single most powerful thing we can do or say when we don't know right away is to say that, I don't know. I don't have experience with this. I'm not quite sure I can answer this right now. To fully admit where you are at in that moment, it provides an immediate level of trust with you and with that person because you're admitting that you're not perfect and you don't have an answer. A key to this is to then ask inquiring questions to the person. Would you like me to try to give you a suggestion based on what I've felt in my body or what I think might work? And from there, it gives the person asking the question, an opportunity to check in with themselves. Do they feel comfortable and do they feel safe? And they may choose to go forward together with you or they may choose not to. But to listen to what you what you have to say is an option for them and to trust that you're still learning as you go as well. And another option, although it's not really something you can do in the moment, is to offer to research and come back Right? We know this isn't something we can do if it's someone new in that situation, but it could be in a different situation. Part of being a leader and a teacher is realizing that you don't know everything. And yes, spending time trying to get as much knowledge as possible can certainly be helpful, but it's not until we have the experience that it can be applied. And if we wait until we know everything, then we would never get the courage to lead because we will never know everything. There's always going to be more to learn. So it's so important as a yoga teacher to be aware of your own limitations and judgments. There are so many differences that exist in our world, in our humanity. Everyone is different. So to think you're going to know everything about everyone is simply unrealistic or that there's a one-size-fits-all solution for everyone. We truly don't know what someone is feeling in their physical body or in their mind. And they may not even be able to articulate it in detail. Instead of trying to be right or give them a solution that's most beneficial, the most beneficial thing we can do is listen and understand. To notice when we want to give a solution or to prove what we know and instead to hear them completely and to allow ourselves to say, I don't know. The question to sit with for yourself as a teacher and a leader is, are you okay with not knowing? Does the idea of not knowing leave you feeling as though you need to prove or justify? And do you feel inadequate as a person or teacher when you don't know? These questions provide you that compassionate inquiry to be with yourself around this idea of someone asking you something and you not knowing. So I do hope you find yourself in this experience 
not because I want you to feel uncomfortable or not know, but because it's a beautiful teacher for you. The experience of not knowing or not being able to provide an answer is a place of humbleness for the ego. Can I accept myself exactly as I am in the space of not knowing? Because we all know it's easy to go get the answer, to be prepared, to have advanced notice, but our classes don't work like that. People just show up. We don't know what they're going to say or what they're going to come with. And the only thing we're able to control is how we show up, how you choose to show up in the front of the space or with people. Again, are you willing to admit that you don't know or does the desire to be right take over? So this leads me into the second part of our conversation today around being wrong. How do you handle being wrong? For example, what if you provide a modification or a suggestion to a student and they tell you that didn't work? How do you handle it? Are you defensive? Do you contract? Do you feel unworthy of teaching or leading? Maybe you have a combination of all of these responses. There's not a right way to be wrong. What is most important is the authenticity you hold within yourself. Can you admit when you're wrong and have the same understanding and acceptance for yourself that you would have if you are right? Is there space for both? It's a part of the practice. Making peace with being wrong requires there to be experience of being wrong that doesn't involve deflecting, getting angry, or wishing it were different. It requires a space of staying in understanding and observation. We are going to be wrong. So learning to have love and acceptance for it makes it that much easier. Thinking you know everything or continuously trying to be an expert only makes your ego feel good and important. And if we think we will always know or always be right, we run the risk of unintended harm to others. To believe you are ever all-knowing creates separation and a power dynamic over, leaving someone else listening and trusting you over themselves. And unfortunately, most of our culture and society is built on being an expert, on never admitting when we don't know, or being afraid to say we're wrong. It can be the thing that stops us from moving forward or taking a chance. We've felt, I've felt it, and I know it happens all the time. And yet there's so much beauty in not knowing and being willing to say it, to express it. Each time it happens for me, I feel this shift, whether I'm, I'm saying it or someone else is saying it. It's a shift in showing up and being honest. So I encourage you to explore your own relationship to not knowing, to being wrong. How does it feel? What I do believe more than anything as a yoga teacher is that showing up from a space of personal awareness is required. To know what you think may be the answer may in fact not work for someone and to have acceptance for yourself just as you are in that moment of being wrong is important. I would love to hear how this has shown up for you as a teacher in that space of not knowing. Has it ever paralyzed you from moving forward or stopped you from getting up to teach a class? Let me know what you think. Join our community. Let's connect. Untappedpower.net. I will see you soon. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually. 
who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.